Hello to What Are We Even Talking About, the podcast where we skip the small talk and explore faith, random thoughts and spirituality in the context of this thing called life. We're Melengo and Lindy and thank you for joining the conversation. Hello. Hello. So, we're, I suppose we're carrying on with our series and we're feeding back on obviously the books that we've been reading the past couple of weeks and yeah I don't know, there's nothing else to really say <laughs> yeah so we're we're feeding back on um the energy books that we have been reading I've been reading Inner Alchemy by uh, Zulma Rayo and Lindy mm. has been reading The Language of Body Speaks by Ellen Meredith so it's all about um I think it's it's energy it's energy medicine and energy management um mm, energy healing yeah they take very different approaches um in the sense that i think mine is more theoretical quite dense and i think the language of body speaks is quite um it's lighter more um i would say childlike in its approach um Yes, so they're just very different, and I think it's 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 kind of like the different different personalities will gel with different approaches. Yeah, but I'm yeah. going to I'm going to just do a little bit of a feedback on what I've read um, since last time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm getting to like the ending, the end. Um, well, I think it's the last section of this book. Like I said, the book is um it's it's divided into sections. I mean section six and I think it's the last part. We'll see. But it's basically um the section I'm in right now is it's kind of um telling is kind of telling the reader how they can implement the you know, these the meditation as a way of life um in their daily life. And the goal in the book is to um, basically expand your consciousness. You know, it's like the journey of expanding your consciousness. And so in this last chapter, um, Rayo basically kind of like brings it back home. And then she just um, basically reminds the reader that um, you can't, you not you can't, but basically the first step or the first step in practical application because that's what it is this last section is about practical application the the first step in that is yeah is basically self-inquiry mm-hmm. um and it's and she basically says it's quite simple actually my feedback this week but it just it's about looking at how you live literally like now instead of like being like you know trying to leap into like reach these altered states of consciousness it's just like simply like just look at what you live look at how you live like look at your room your surroundings Mm. um you know look at how try and think about the way you think is what she asks you to do so there's a few questions she says um is actually well it starts off by saying this. This is like the opening sentence to that to this part six. It says, "Start with start with looking at how you live, think, mm. and perceive now." And it says, "Consider the foods you eat, the exercise you do, your social and sexual behavior." It was quite interesting. I just was like, "Okay, then." Like it seems a bit quite like, um, you know, and it's like you you um 
I don't know, like say you say you were like in the in a in a therapy room in it and and this uh writer is like the therapist and you're like the patient and it's almost like ideally I feel like in life it's like this as well like you want to just present you know a very like um covered up version of yourself you know cover up all the like private parts and the like messy parts and here it just seems to be like nope we're opening it up come on like you know what's your social behavior like like what's your sexual behavior like it's like all these parts of yourself that like are private and are hidden and it's like even to yourself sometimes isn't it like you don't really examine it you don't really examine mm. it so it's almost like kind of like just being open about the basic things and you realize that it's the basic things it's like that there's basic things that tell you about everything else about yourself um she goes as far as to talk about you know how much sleep you know how much sleep do you get and examine the pattern um and then she got it got me on these like very basic questions it was like she says reflect on your appearance Mm. how do you picture and treat yourself Mm. you know um and then she goes on something that um I, i i highlighted was she talks about you know how you take care of yourself in terms of like literally like your possessions your clothes mm-hmm. um she says here i underlined it ragged ragged underwear and socks with holes in them <laughs> say a lot about how you feel and treat yourself like i thought i was oh, so yeah. deep I was like, oh my gosh like it's just like the basic things you know what i mean it's like um mm. it's like the basic the simple it's the in things it's not like oh yeah i bought myself um I bought myself a new bag, you know, to make myself feel better. Like, obviously, like, I, you know, that shows that I care about myself. Mm. And it's just like, yeah, but, like, you know, what's the state of your underwear, though? Like, what's the state of your socks? Like, you know, what's the state of your closet? Mm. Like, you know. Um, she says that simplic- simplicity, cleanliness, orderliness, and purity do not have a price tag. Mm. And she says they only, they, they require only awareness and care. And she says awareness and care are the two basic ingredients for consciousness. So it's weird. It's like, you know, through the journey of the book, she takes us through all these like gazillion different meditations, like, you know, multidimensional consciousness, everything, all these things. And it's like, um, she says later on, actually, because I went a bit further, but I'm not talking about that today. But she says, you know, it doesn't really, it, you know, you can do all these meditations all you want. But then if you can't, you know, if you haven't changed the way you think, then you know it won't really make that much of it it won't make a difference mm-hmm. so it's like those two things like awareness and care it's almost it's like kindness you know being aware mm-hmm. being aware of your you know you know the state of your clothes um and caring about the state of your clothes it's like you start to become conscious about the state of your clothes you know what i mean and then thereby being conscious of how you're treating yourself and so um, she says that spiritual mastery begins with clean linen. And I just okay. thought, like, oh, my gosh, that was deep for me as well. So, spiritual oh my goodness. mastery. Say that again. Spiritual mastery begins with clean linen. Mm. So we're talking about, you know, like she says, it, cleanliness, and ordinary, cleanliness and purity, they don't have a, site, uh, a price tag. And she says, you know, these things about yourself, like the, the, thing, the way you take care of yourself, um the way you sleep the way you look she says the way you eat they reflect your state of mind and your level of consciousness and 
yeah, it just, it just, it had me thinking the whole, you know, that whole thing, not the whole, that sentence as well. It made me think about your, yeah, about myself. Mm. Like, wow, I can actually start to gauge, you know, you know, how I live my life and these basic things tells me about myself in the same way. Um, I mean, I just started thinking about when you're getting to know someone, do you know what I mean? Like even in um, dating or yeah. say your friends, but yeah, dating, it's funny because we're just like, oh, how do you get to know someone? You know, what other tests? How do you, mm-hmm. how do you really get to see? But I'm like, wow, like it's actually just here, plain mm-hmm. as daylight. Like, I mean, if you can, um, do, I mean, yeah, it, it's all part of it. You know, it says, you know, the way the person looks, like say I'm considering someone. Yeah as a future like you know date or whatever it's just like how they look like we're not we're not just saying like it's like literally how they look isn't it like say they come with you know one one shoe's dusty the other one's shiny like that like so yeah someone will say oh that's a judgment you're judging and yes we are but, we say, are anyway. like, we're but it's not with the it's not in a negative light it's just almost like i'm just shining a light so that i can be conscious of how this but per- when i'm looking at these things i'm looking at I'm literally looking at the person's state of mind. I'm not looking at it judging that, like, oh, you've got one dusty. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like, you know, what did that tell me about your state of mind? Um, what did that tell me about you, you know, how you're looking is one thing. The way you, what you eat, that how the person eats. And yeah, it's the food that you're putting in your body. Mm. And I guess your eating habits as well. As well, they tell you about that person, isn't it? Yeah. Like if I look at myself, because it tells you what they believe or do not believe or their level of consciousness even. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. um and then again like how they sleep i guess their patterns of sleep um and it's just like these things like even if you go into their place where they stay right and how it is i mean you can you you can do that anyway even if you're not thinking about it in such a deep way like if you go to someone's um route where they sleep and look around it does tell you about themselves um you know it tells you about the personality and so um yeah my lesson for for t- for this this week really was just um it was just blowing me away about these simple things like I just was really examining myself and yeah just thinking about my like ragged underwear and I was just like oh my goodness like you know um it's just like the state of these like little things about myself I'm like wow and it's not it's not done in a way like you just judge yourself and you just feel terrible or anything like that it's not it's um it's just to bring awareness isn't it yeah and the fact that she says care i feel like that that simple word like care it's like you're actually being you're being kind you're it's it's like um she talks about it as like a it's like a it's a slow process you just start the process you know you're just being kind to yourself um and again it's put i think i talked about this last week but it's putting a new understanding about of self-care like what self-care is self-love is Mm -hmm. It's literally just being considerate to yourself. Um, and I don't know if it's from this book or somewhere else I read it, but I think it was somewhere else and it was yesterday, but it was, um, it said something like, um, do not accept, like, um, what was it? When you when you don't, what's the opposite of respect? Um, what's the opposite of respect? Like, yeah, okay, do not accept disrespect from anybody, like even yourself. You know, like I think we do disrespect our, to ourselves, but sometimes the way we we talk to ourselves, mm. um, and the way you treat yourself. Like I disrespect myself if I if I look at you know the things I do, 
and it's just it's just that level of it's not it's like a different thing it's not like berating yourself because you that's easily done isn't it be like oh why didn't you do this better but it's about like holding yourself in high regard actually because this yeah. book actually asks you later on it asks you she asked you and i thought that was very challenging to me it's like she says you know hold other hold other people like all people um like see them like when you when you see them like picture the she says picture their higher selves like above them <laughs> like connected to their heart <laughs> but she says even discordant people so literally it could just be someone who's just so discordant means jarring so you know someone who's like really it could be there they are they've got some issues or maybe they're just that's someone so um she says even discordant people what does that mean so, discordant is if you're like quite jarring like in like uh, the the opposite of harmony okay Mm. the opposite of harmonious so the person could be discordant just to you or that's how you're perceiving them Mm. or maybe they they you know there is some issues there's something going on there um but it's still challenging she just said you know for every single person you know picture them like when you're talking to them you're 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 actually picturing the higher selves and she said that actually what happens is that the person starts to respond in that way and I was like you know what that is actually true I believe but yeah so it's like holding other people in high regard but that you know it starts with holding yourself in high regard and I think that comes back to definitely what Jesus was saying in the commandment um you know love others as you love yourself you know like it comes back to that like it's how how you love yourself, you hold yourself in high regard, and then I feel like yes, you then that spills over as well, and that's how you treat others. You hold other people in high regard. So yeah, I think um, I took away from my reading literally that one line so deep. But yes, yeah, spiritual mastery begins with clean linen, um, yeah, and it's just literally like yeah, changed my perception. By bringing it back down to the basics mm. yeah so that's my that's my um feedback for today i don't know if you've got anything like any questions or any thoughts about that no, not really i think that just the the bit where you're talking about like care and how like how you treat yourself and your appearance and things like that i never really thought of it that way but i guess it's sort of can't hear you i lost like... you i lost you for like a it felt like a little bit but then i carry on yeah, um, I lost my trail of thought. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'll just go on to what I've read um, this past week. Um, just because the last time we came on here to do the feedback, I didn't finish talking about the chapter that I read last week. So I remember I was talking about... Um, I was following on from using intention last week. I talked about that. Um, and then towards the end of the chapter, she talks about kind of similar to what you've mentioned, which is environment. So like your field energies and like environmental placement and like elements from nature. So she's basically talking about um, being aware of your environments, whether that's where you work, your environment at home, or the people that are around you and how these kind of shape your experience and influence your energies. So she, she says, obviously there's no, there's no like one right way. Um, There's no one right balance of influence or whatever. It just depends on how you are individually like 
constructed how your what your energetic needs are is is individual so again it's one of those things where you have to kind of you have to build awareness isn't it you have to become aware and like assess how what different what effect and what influence different environments have on you like how you feel when you're at work how you feel when you're around friends or other people um etc so I think she talks about like doing like maybe taking an inventory throughout your day to see like what what's affecting you and how obviously I feel like this is something again that I keep saying that requires practice because maybe when you initially do you might not be aware of what's affecting you but I guess as you build your what do I want to say as you build your like awareness and intuition and things like that then you'll become more knowledgeable I guess on what what affects you in a negative way and what environments you can probably like not not really what I was going to say like avoid but not be in as much if they cause like drain your energies and things like that people be quitting their jobs after reading that chapter then doing that inventory (laughs) but um yeah (laughs) it's funny but yeah um what else does she say so she talks about how um oh, oh yeah there's also elements in nature I think she goes on to speak about that in a, in a later chapter but she talks about the five the elements of water wood fire earth and air I'd be interesting to hear about that actually because I didn't um yeah I didn't I was going to listen to that um that energy summit thing but I didn't I didn't listen to that one I started it but I didn't finish it mm. but um it was good she was just talking about the different characteristics of each element and which one you like and re- would resonate with more um but here she's just saying that how like each of us obviously we respond to elements differently so again obviously in your environment there'll be a makeup of these elements and depending on like it seems quite technical she doesn't get into well I'll see in the later chapter but it seems like you know let's say I don't know you I don't know you you your energy likes one element more maybe it's better to be in an environment which has that more to like recalibrate yourself or something I suppose I'll read more of that later on but it's it's interesting because with all of these things you have to really you have to really get to know yourself isn't it it's a bit of like know thyself before you can really figure out like what 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 is healing to you and what what works for you and how to heal your energy you really have to know yourself and how you work individually um are there tests to find out which um like things you can do to find out which element is um uh, well I'll see because she's going to talk about it in a later chapter but I feel like when I was listening to that energy um healing video uh she she just talked about the characteristics and it's kind of just like you just have to see which one you resonate with more I'm sure there's probably like some sort of quiz or whatever to figure it out but I'm not I'm not really sure about that um so yeah and then so she just goes on to talk about how like the language of energy is a language of how you kind of you how you live your life basically I think she was just she's just talking about again looking at the environments that you live in and how 
obviously energy healing we've been to- we've been talking a lot about how like what you can do with yourself like the the meditations or the activities that you can do within your body and within using your your three selves to like I don't know do a meditation do um make sound play with sounds play with energies plays with play with visualizations but I think here she's very much talking about like how obviously the external environment also does have an effect on us as well um and she doesn't really talk about other people but I suppose they would come into it as well because everyone has their own energy and that also affects us as well which reminds me of the activity that you were talking about where it's like you know um people affect each other's energies and things like that Mm. um so that was just the end of that chapter that I was talking about last week and then this week I kind of went on to the next chapter where she's talking about constructing a self so she's just talking about how like the self in self-healing is very important um and here she's she breaks it down so she's talking about the three selves so the first one is the earth elemental self which is more of like the creature side of you which has like creature instincts like an animal or any other animal um it's like the physical part of us and then the second part is the talking self which is probably it's probably the the you that you consider most like fully your individual self because it's like how you think it's um it makes up like your personality and things like that um and then the wiser self which is like she says it's rooted in a dimension of reality that transcends the personal and the specifics of this life so it's more in the spiritual realm it's more of like the your higher self some people might say or your spirit self um and i guess these three selves kind of resonate with the the like when people say body mind and spirit i guess but that's just her versions of it so she (laughs) she talks about how like it's very important to because i think she was saying that in um in some self-healing or not in some self-healings like sometimes the spirit is seen as more important than like the 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 body or the mind or things like that there's kind of like a hierarchy of which one's better but she says in energy healing it's important to it's important to um uh see them all as interlinked and interconnected that's what she says so you just see all the, the three selves as interlinked and interconnected, which I think we've seen when we're looking at the different exi- exercises to do and how to use like our mind when we're visualizing to also use our, our earth elemental self to kind of get guidance on what what energies are off or things like that. Like it's all intertwined. I think we've mentioned that before, isn't it? Where it's like we don't just sit and do one, use one self where we like we're using our mind to meditate we're wanting to use like all three, which is like to get guidance from our, our um, wiser self and then to use our mind, to exercise our mind, but then also to use our physical being as well. And I think that's what she's talking about. She's just talking about how it's important to use all three, like when you're when you're when we're talking about um, self-healing and how it's more, most effective when we pay attention to all three dimensions. So, yeah. Um, so does she call them dimensions as well then yeah she says yeah she calls them three dimensions basically the three selves it's like they exist she even says that they have their own agendas so it's like your earth elemental self needs to be heard nourished used and inhabited respectfully 
and then your self your talking self needs to be able to create plans and project and projects that allow for its own fulfillment fulfillment while enabling your body's rhythms to thrive and aligning with your soul's your soul's truths and then your wiser self needs to be heard and to fuel practices that are in alignment with the purpose it has set and agreed to fund so she very much does talk about them like individually like they have their own agendas their own needs and all this kind of thing and yeah she does describe them as I guess three dimensions she does say that yeah Mm -hmm. um but yeah it was just interesting to see them separately and how I suppose they're they have their own purposes but purposes but then also um it's all linked you know one is not more important than the other I guess Mm -hmm. Um, and then she gives an exercise at the end of how to it's called aligning the three selves so she Mm -hmm. talks about how there's um, physical access points to energy systems all over the body and for the earth elemental self the access point for this is the sacrum so it's the triangular bone at the base of the spine and then the access point for the talking self is at the top of the spine. It's in the indent where the spine meets the skull. It's called the power point. And then the access point for the wiser self is your third eye, which is three quarters of an inch above the space between your eyebrows. And so oh. how you do this exercise is like you, ho- you hold one palm where your sacrum is. And yeah. then you hold another palm where your power point is. So it's like you're connecting your earth elemental self with your talking self and you imagine a figure eight of energy traveling back and forth between your two hands Mm. um she says alternatively you can imagine uh like the hand on your sacrum sending a spiral of energy traveling up to your powerpoint and then your the hand on your powerpoint sending another spiral of energy traveling down back down to your sacrum so it's just that exchange of energy um and it's like you can imagine it. She says you can imagine it like a double helix, like inter, like interweaving, like a double double helix. Um, Your book at that moment. It sounds a bit like yeah, visual. yeah, a bit. But I, I suppose I, I liked the figure eight one. I can imagine a figure eight or like even just a cir- like just a circular. I don't think whatever whatever you find easiest, I think is okay. Like with these kind of exercises, it's just whatever works for you. I feel. Um, as long as you're connecting those two points um and then she says once you have you feel like you have a good smooth unified rhythm you can then shift your your hand from your powerpoint to your third eye and then your hand that's on your sacrum to your powerpoint so now you're linking your talking self to your wiser self and then you you imagine the same thing a double eight uh, figure eight sorry or a double helix so it's just connecting those points, those three points. And this is an exercise to align your three selves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was that was an interesting one. But because um, I've, I've done something like this before, but not from those access points. I've just done it as a kind of like imagining like your um, my electromagnetic magnetic field and then trying to make the energy flow. Because sometimes you can have energy blocked in your chakras or different energy points. But I've just done it as like a whole holistic thing of like trying to imagine the energy flowing. Just like in a circular motion, like in my, I guess you could say in my, um, um, what do I want to say? In my field of energy, 
not necessarily on my physical body like it's yeah so I've done that before and it has been powerful but I haven't tried this yet I'll try it and then come back with some feedback next week but um yeah I liked the idea of the access points anyway um so it's curious to me how they even just as a side point I was like how do they even you know figure out like what part of your physical body is to what like do you get what I mean it's how do they get that knowledge yeah because I kind of get the third eye like you know your higher self is usually like your third eye or your higher chakras and stuff like that um I guess it makes sense your earth elemental self will be like linked to your root chakra maybe which is what's kind of where the sacrum is and then the powerpoint is kind of close to the heart I don't know <laughs> I think um just through the ages isn't it like people have um it's that like wisdom that's been passed down in yeah different ways. yeah mm-hmm. That's how they get it. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to me, but yeah. So that was an exercise, which I think is I think it's very fairly simple. Like, yeah. So I'll come back with feedback on that exercise. I'll try it out next week. But yeah, that was that's that's what I've read this week, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Do you have any questions? Any, you know, about that? Um, I don't have any questions. Okay. Any questions. Cool. Mm. But yeah, I I did like the just the interconnectedness of the three selves because I think that's what has been coming through throughout the book anyway. Mm-hmm. Is just how they are all interconnected, and I think even when we when I started the book and she was talking about like um, conventional medicine and how most of the time it's like um, it's used as a way to like. Um, not fully heal but like to um what I want to say the words that were coming to me to deal with the symptoms of like the physical self so like your earth elemental self but then it doesn't really penetrate to the other the other selves mm. you know I and I feel like that's that is what conventional medicine does most of the time it can heal like the physical but then it doesn't deal with like what may be an issue in your I don't know your mentality your mental space or yeah your spirit if there's like some spiritual blocks so it's just I think that's what's good about energy healing is that it's a penetration of those yeah those dimensions it's not just like linear it's not just in one one place Mm. yeah yeah I think this is what's good about what is good about energy uh, and just talking about these things about spirituality is that for everyone listening is that you know you can heal yourself like you know that is like that's the truth it's not even you can I don't know you can make sound like a possibility it's like you know you are you are he- you are healing you are that mm. and mm. you are light and you are you know you're you're able to do it mm. and these are just ways in which they're just ways in which people have um have brought down this knowledge do you know what I mean it's just it's just a way in which you can do it but I, st- I think that even as individuals we can come up with our own ways mm. um even as a novice to connect yourself to becoming you know there's there's you know so many good there's goodness that can help you like if you want to call them spirits um influences that's in the, that that can help you and I think that yeah, it's not about us getting bogged down about all the visualizations. Because I find myself getting, you know, thinking of there's so much going on. Mm, yeah. But I think to anyone list to everyone listening is that, you know, you can just start where you are, very basically, like 
you know, and it's at the end of the day, I think I heard it said before, is that healing is basically it's basically love. It's love. Mm. It's like you just being open to love. And um because love is the truth. And so you know, you, you might be listening and just be thinking, oh gosh, but it's just like, you know, you are the key. These are just these are just like different ways of peering into the doorway of what is basically yeah. um but yeah that's just what i, th- I hope that like, that's what i would like to encourage anyone who's listening for yeah that's my piece today <laughs> yeah yeah well i think we'll wrap it up there but um yeah i hope you guys enjoyed it and yeah you join us again next time for another